This is Gemara in Yuma Daf Hey and today's learning should be a schosser for a shleima for a man who went vegoshal ben chayim and sarshal and zivur nezid to serve as an endol to basim as chayzer yisrael ben endol aliyah zeparz and shavlei shalom as nami which shavikur shavichan of aldovni three vishmo mentila dinil chan rezol malchayb asmin lebracha was tavimut and dinayim mashin mindus and kotovim and vegayef shav zivur ben vegad verah mechelis and zle lehuva menachem endol ben tova b'soshachali yisrael as well as a schoshidach for atolei of asita and menachem endol ben eli sheva. Just two important uh, points. First of all, I think everyone who had subscribed on YouTube that allows many more people to see this year in Baruch Hashem. It does keep on growing. And as well, we've been starting to write up short uh, summaries in English, which we've been sharing. If anyone would like them, please feel free to send me an email. The WhatsApp number, which is it sent out as well, appears at the bottom of the screen. And we'd love to share that as it's been helping a lot of people. A quick summary of the DAF point by point in English. I think will as well be put somehow in the YouTube comments or something in Mirza Shem in the coming days. Let's pick it up in the bottom of Daftalid Omid Bees. We're holding about 12 lines from the bottom. The two dots, Vayikrael Moshe Vaydaber. Says in the Basic, Lama Hiktim Kriya Ladiber. Says Vayikrael Moshe Vaydaber. Moshe called and then he started talking. So why does the Basic first say Kriya? He called and then Vayidaber. He spoke. Limda Taira Darachiris. The Taira teaches us manners. Darachiris. Don't start talking without calling someone. You don't just talk to don't start just talking to someone. First you call him, and then you start talking to him. Says the Gabara Messiah. You don't say something to your friend unless you called him prior. Lamer, what does the Pasik mean by saying? Amarav. Or Amarabah, Minayin le Oimar Dover the Haver Shu, the Balge Yomar. How do you know that? You, when you tell something to your friend, he should not balgi amar. He's not allowed to repeat it. until he tells you leich emar, you're allowed to go repeat it. Again, continuing the theme of darshaning up words, the Gemara says that when someone tells you something, it's for you. How do you know when you are allowed to repeat it to someone else? If he tells you, you're allowed to shenemar. As the pasuk says, that Hashem said to Moshe from the oil maid leimar, saying, meaning God told Moshe, now you're allowed to tell other people. Michlal, what does that infer? I'm sorry, and that's the end. Excuse me. That's the end of darshaning up the words. Again, so two dinim that we just learned. Number one is that you call someone before you talk to him. And number two is that you're not allowed to repeat something unless you have explicit permission. Says the Gemara. New Sigil. We have a raya that it seemingly we had a machlokes of Yechran and Rish Lakish what exactly is the source, basically, what's been the entire discussion of the last five lots? What's the source of the separation for seven days? Rish Lakish learned it from Moshe Rabbeinu. Rabbi Yechron learned it from the Miluim. And if you remember way back when, at Avkimlam and Beis, Rish Lakish asked Rabbi Yechron, that if the source is from, if the Makar is from the Miluim, then what should happen? Then it should be integral. It should be Ma'akiv. Now, what did Rav Yechon answer? It, uh, on the Shir, I don't know if it was on this Shir, on the live Shir, we pointed out, Rav Yechon doesn't respond. He just throws the question back to Rish Lakish. What's your Makar? And Rish Lakish says, Maish Rabbeinu. From the fact that Rav Yechon does not respond, that seemingly shows that he agrees that by the Miluim, 
the separation is integral, it is ma'akiv, whereas by us, it is not. So says the Gemara, we see that both Rav Yechlan, Tervayu, and Rishlak is old, that that by the Milum, everything that is written in those Pasik, Sukim are integral, and you can't be lacking any detail. Te'itmar, and let's see where this comes from. Milum, Rav Yechlan, Rav Chanina, Chad Omar. A machlik is Rav Yechlan versus Rav Chanina. One holds, One holds, whatever is written, that's ma'akif. V'chad omar, no, not everything written by miluim, but rather, dover ha'ma'akiv l'dayrois ma'akivem. Only parts of the avayda that are going to be ma'akiv integral, going to withhold the service from working, l'dayrois for future generations. As we'll see as the Gemara is going to ensue, obviously there was only one miluim, there was only one inauguration of the Mishkan. What this refers to is the avaydas, the different services and practices in the Mishkan of the Beis HaMikdash. If we're going to see that in later generations, those are so integral, they're going to invalidate, then it's going to show us that it's also going to invalidate by the Miluim. She'ein ma'akiv l'dayris, something which is not integral, not so as important to, to make the, the Avaidah invalid in latter generations, then ein ma'akiv b'hem, it will not invalidate by the Miluim. So now we can bring a proof, says the Gemara, three lines from the bottom, tistayim d'rav yeichlan hudamar k'laikasabem ma'akabahem. So now we have a rayot, that we had a machlik, it's rav yeichlan rav chanina. We don't know who holds what. One holds everything, holds it back is Maki. The other one holds just the items that are Maki for a few generations. We have a Raya, the Rav Yechlan holds everything. How do we know? Midika Omer this is what we spoke at a moment ago. Midika Omer Lei, Rav Shimon Lakish, Rav Yechlan, Rish Lakish, Tebek, and Kiblom, Rav asked Rav Yechlan, Imam Eluim, Kalakosbem, Akabahem. See, Rav Yechlan said, Rav Yechlan, everything is Maki, you need separation. Rav Yechlan did not respond, Vlay Midi, he didn't say anything. So this time, sets a Raya from the fact that Rav Yechlan did not respond is a raya that he agrees. He agrees that by the miluim, the separation was integral, which is showing us that Rabbi Yechon is of the opinion that everything written in the parsha miluim and throughout the course of the first Amadin, within the next few minutes, we'll see all the different things he's referring to are ma'akib, and if you're missing one of those details, the miluim would be invalid. For example, if they did not separate Aaron Akain, they would not be able to inaugurate the Mishkan. But now, says the Gemara, which is what everyone's wondering, might be Nayu. What is the difference between these two shitas? What is the practical ramification between Rav Yechlan? <coughs> Who are saying everything is ma'akiv, and Rav Chanina, who is saying just things that are ma'akiv, the Dairis are ma'akiv. What is the practical difference between these two opinions? And we're now going to see four different practical differences um, between these two opinions. And we begin with Rav Yasef on the top of Hayam and Aleph. The first difference is going to be Smicha leaning on the carbon. Which we're now going to call Rav Yechanan. According to Rav Yechanan, that everything written in the Parsha by Miluim is integral. So then, of course, if you don't do Smicha, if you don't lean on the animal with all your might, it's going to be Makiv. But according to the other man, Rav Chanina, who holds things which are not integral in future generations, meaning, as we'll see in one moment, if you don't do smich on a regular carbon, the carbon is kosher, so it's not going to invalidate the milum according to Rav Chanina. From where do we see that smicha is not ma'akiv l'dayrois? The Tanya we learned in the price of five lines down. Vizamach v'nirza. 
You lean and you get a kapara. Says the brisa. Is that true? The leaning is what gives you the kapara, the atonement. What do you mean? The kapara is with the dam. Is with the zrika, like we saw in Psacha many times. Only the zrika is integral. That's how you get your kapara. Sorry, so why does it say that you lean and you get your atonement? mitzvah teaches me the opposite. Why does it point of a samach that if you made the smicha shiyare mitzvah not integral? Like shirayim, a remainder. If you made the smicha not so important. And you did not do this micha v'samach v'nir. So still malavak kosev kiluloi kiper. It's as if you did not get the kapara. Meaning, it's as if that you messed up, but v'chiper. But you're still going to get a kapara. So what do we see? The pasuk is teaching us that even if you did not do this micha, it's not the best carbon out there. However, it's still going to be a good carbon. So we see that smicha leaning is not ma'akev l'dayres. Let's just speak out this opinion of Rav Yosef, because then the next three nafkaminas we're going to see will flow easier. Again, we had a machleik Rav Yechon Rav Chanina. How does it work? What does it mean? Is it only items that are integral? Uh, I'm sorry, is every item of the Milum integral or only items that are integral Lidairis? Rav Yechlan said every item. Rav Chanin said only items that are integral Lidairis. So according to Rav Yechlan, Smicha is integral. Why? Because it's part of the Milum. Everything is integral. So if they didn't do the Smicha on any of the Karbanas during the Shiva's Meh Milum, it would invalidate the whole story. According to Rav Chanina, it would not, it would still be kosher. Why? Because we see from the Apostle that says with Samach, that Smicha is not as integral. But because what's integral? The zrika, the dam. But the smicha, the leaning, is not. And if you did not do the smicha, the carbon is still kosher. So that's what it means that the smicha is something which is loy ma'akvaladayrais. That's what it meant. It meant something that is not as important. It's important, of course. But if you didn't do it, the carbon is still kosher. So according to Rav Chanina, smicha is not as important. So if you're lacking the smicha by the miluim, the miluim would still be kosher. Terrorist number one, and now the other three tourism are going to flow very nice because they're all in the same vein. That was Rabbi Yosef. Comes like Rabbi Nachman about 12 lines down. First one in the line is Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak Amar. Tenufa Yikabe Nayu. The difference between Rabbi Yechon and Rabbi Chanina is Tenufa the waving. The Mahandamar Kolikas Ben Ma'akavahem. According to the Mahandamar that says whatever is written is Ma'akav. So then Ma'akva. Of course it says you have to do Tenufa so it's Ma'akav. Only items that are there it's only items that are integral and would ruin a future carbon. Loi Ma'akva. It will not be Ma'akav. Same question. Where do we see that waving of the carbon is not integral? Similar Joshua. It says to wave it, you get a kabar. That's not true. The blood is because So why does it say that? Same exact thing. If you did not do the tenufa, you made it like a remnant. You made it not as important. It's not the greatest carbon. But the keeper, you get atonement. So you see the Tanufa is not integral to Dairais. So according to Chanina, it's not going to mess up the Miluim. Whereas according to Rav Yechon, it says by the Miluim, you need it. Tarot number two, the practical difference number two, according to Rav Nachar Yitzchak, is the Tanufa. Number three, Rav Papa Amar, Prisha Shiva Yikbenayu. This one we know whether you need seven days of atonement. So of course, it says separation. You have to separate. If you did not separate, if Aaron and its children did not separate, they're not going to 
the Mulum will not work. Same question. How do we know that in future generations, the, the separation, the preacher is not Ma'akif? So, of course, we know this answer already. We know this back from Daf Gimel. It says, What do you do with the second kind Gadol? You have him waiting. You appoint him. actually separate, showing us that it's not Ma'akif. It's the opinion of Chanina, the third terrace of Rapapa, that preach shows the difference between Rav Yechon and Rav Chanino. And the fourth and final practical difference is Ravina Amar, Riboy Shiva, Meshicha Shiva, Ikebenayu. You know what the difference is? The Riboy Begadim, the Kohen Gadol has to wear eight priestly vestments, priestly garments of clothing. So he has to wear them every day of the Shiva Simei Amiluim. As well, he has to be Meshicha, you have to put the anointing oil, the Shemana Mishcha on him. So says the Gemara, Laman Damar, Kolo Gazbe, Ma'akbehem, Ma'akbeh, of course, Ma'akbeh. Laman Damar, Davish, Ain Ma'akbeh, Ladaris, Ain Ma'akbehem. Loi Ma'akbeh, it won't. The same question. And where do we see that you do not necessarily have to have the priestly garments and the Shemin HaMeshcha? The time you learned to the rise of four lines before the white lines. And the coin will get a cup of that you anointed. That he filled his hands to serve under his father. Why does that have to say that? So here we see only if it has extra for seven days. So from the Pasuk it says, what do you have to do for all seven days? You have to dress him in the, in the eight garments and you have to do Shemana Mishcha. I'm sorry. However, ask the Gemara in the first white line. What happens if all seven days of separation you either dressed him in the garments but did not give the Shemana Mishcha or or gave him the Shevan Mishcha every day, but did not dress him the garments every day. What's the story then? Talmud says the Torah Sheyim Shachay Soi by Sheyim Malei Es Yadai Mikal Makayim that it's going to work even without the Riboy Begadim the garments and even without the Shevan Mishcha. So what do we see? We see that's another practical difference. According to Rav Yechon, it says it, so you need it. According to Rav Chanina, it's not Makayim the Dairis, and therefore you will not need it. Says the Gemara, three lines down. Into the wide lines. Ashkechan ribe shiva lechatchila mishicha. Shiva lechatchila minalan. We see from the psukim very clearly that there's a din lechatchila to dress the kayin in the priestly garments for all seven days. As we saw two lines before the wide lines, shiva asyam yil b'shem hakayin. For seven days, you have to dress him in the garments. But the question is, how do we see a din that lechatchila, you have to put the anointing oil on him every single day? Says the Gemara, a bunch of two roots in, two roots in. Teres number one, Iba Yisema, Medizrich, Kralimutei. Since we had to say it's not integral, shows us, Lechatzchila, you should obviously do it. The first Teres. Iba Yisema, the second Teres, Tamar Kral, it says in the Torah, the clothing of Aaron should be for his children after him to anoint with them and to fill up his hands. So what do we see? The Pasuk puts together. It's an interesting wording. It says dress him in the clothing to anoint him. Anoint him. You don't anoint with clothing. Why do you put the word next to the words dressing him? Put the two together. Just like this Adin to dress him in the garments for seven Days, so too, there's a din to put the Shemana Mishkan in for all seven days. 
That is the end of the four practical differences. The fourth one, when it came to dressing him and putting the Shem Mishra, we digress for a moment. And now we continue. Now we go further into this Machlekes of Yechon and Rabchanina. What is the source for Rav Hanina. Where do we know, I'm sorry, Rav Yechanan, where do we know that everything that's written by it is ma'akiv and integral? You should make for Aaron and his children. Kacha, like this. What's Kacha? Kacha, ikuvahu. Kacha shows us it's important. Like this, it's important. Every single word in this parsha is important. Says the Gemara, great. Tainach, I understand. Kol, moving along to. Hey, I'm in a Tainach, I understand. Kol, misa, milsa, diksiva, bahayinyana. I understand everything that says explicit in the psukim makes a lot of sense. We'll explain this more in one moment. Milsa, diksiva, bahayinyana. But items that are not written explicitly minalan, basically, there's two times that the Torah writes about the miluim. There's the parsha. In Titzaveh, which is the commandments that Moshe Rabbeinu how to do the Sheva Simei And then there's the parsha in Tzav, in Vayikra, where the actual performance of the Sheva Simei what actually happened. So in Tzav, in Tzav, I'm sorry, by the commandment, it says everything. By Tzav, it does not necessarily say everything. So the question is, how do we know that the items that in Parshat Tzav that are added, how do we know those are also integral? Again, in Parshat Tzav, the first Pesukim, that's where it says Kacha, like this. So I understand everything here, like this, important, every single detail. Great. But in Parshat Tzav, it adds on a few more details. Those items, how do we know they're important? Says the Gemara 3 to Rutsim. Amar Nachmar Yitzchak tells Teres number 1, Yol Pesach Pesach, good old fashioned Zeir Shavah, says Pesach and Tzav, Pesach and Tzav, everything is equal. Teres number 2, Ramesh Ikuva. It says you shall watch the Mishmaras Hashem. The word Ushmartim and you shall watch is in Parsha Tzav. Shows us everything written here is important. Terrace number three, Ravashi Yom Kichain Suvesi, Ikuva Kichain Suvesi. Commanded like this. Therefore, we see it's all important. Three ways that we know that everything according to Rav Yechanan is integral. That which is listed in Parsha Tzav, that which is repeated and listed or added on in Parsha Tzav. Three reasons either Gzeir Shava, Ushmartim, or Kichain Suvesi. Now, the final terrace was Kichain Suvesi. So now we go a little bit further into different times that it says three different occurrences and this was Last week's parsha, Tanarab Anon, Kichain Suvesi, Kasher Sivesi, Kasher Tzivashem. Three times in the parsha of Nadva and Aviyu, difficult parsha, Nadva and Aviyu brought an H Zara and are killed, and Moshe Rabbeinu commands Aaron Akain. Number one, he tells them you have to eat the carbon mincha. Number two, he tells them why are you burning the carbon chatos. And number three, Moshe Rabbeinu tells them to eat the chaz of Those are those three psukim. And those three psukim, very interesting, is Moshe Rabbeinu says, Kichain Suvesi, like God said. I don't understand. Everything Moshe said was from Hashem. We don't find every third Basik in the Torah saying, Kichain Tzuvesi, Kasher Hashem, Kichain Tzuvesi. So why here does it say three specific times? Kichain Tzuvesi, Kasher Tzuvesi, Kasher Hashem. Says the Gemara, each three of these is teaching me a din. Kichain Tzuvesi, Ba'aninos Yoichlua. Moshe Rabbeinu is telling Aaron, telling the remaining children of Allah, Sarni Summer, that even though you're Ba'aninos, you're an Oinin, a relative just died, you didn't do the Kavura yet. Yet, and therefore normally when you're an Oinin, you're not allowed to eat kachim. Still says Moshe Rabbeinu, you should eat the carbon mincha. Kasher tzivisi is what? Bishas Maisa Amr Lahem. 
What? You should not be burned in the Karmel Chatos. And number three, from myself, but these are straight from God. Again, even though you're an Ayin, you should be eating the Chaz of Those are the three commandments, the three extra additions of Kasher Tzivesi and these unique occurrences. Says the Gemara a little bit more, Dinam about the Shiva Simei before we call it a day, says the Gemara, doesn't mention the pants. There's no mention that they had Moshe Rabbeinu who dressed Aaron in the pants. Says the Gemara, when the Pasuk says, These are the items you should do to make them holy, to serve Lahavi Mechnasayim. The extra Pasuk teaches me the Vav, Vizahadavar, comes to add on something. What's it adding on? It's adding on that you have to dress them in the Mechnasayim, the pants as well. Furthermore, Vasir Zaifa. Furthermore, what do we learn? We learn that uh, Rashi points out over here, Sixer Shava, that as well they had to bring a carbon mincha and a seer seifa every single day of the Shiva Simeon Says the Gemara, I understand that. It says it explicitly. I'm sorry, I jumped the gun. Says the Gemara, two things he had to do. Number one, the pants. Number two, the seer seifa. Says the Gemara, the pants, I understand. It says it in the Bosik, and the extra Fav adds it on. Where do we see that seer seifa answers the Gemara? So we see the Gzair Shav of Zezeh adding on that they had to bring an Asir Zaifa every single day. How do we know that even reading the Parsha every single day, Moshe Rabbeinu got up and read the Klai Yisrael all of Parshas Miluim, Tamalaymar, Vayemer Moshe Lei, Dazah, Davar, Shatsiva Hashem, this is the matter Hashem commanded, Afilu Dibor Ma'akiv. Even the words are Ma'akiv. Okay, so three extra dinim that we're learning happened during the Shivas Miami Luim. Moshe Rabbeinu dressed them also in their pants, the Mechnasayim. The Kayhanim had to bring a minchas, a sirus a carbon mincha. And number three, Moshe Rabbeinu read to all of Klai Yisrael, the parsha of the Miluim. And finally, we conclude with what was the order? How did Moshe Rabbeinu dress Aaron and his children? Kate smack in the middle of the Amud. First one line is Kate said, Kate said, Albishan, how did Moshe Rabbeinu dress Aaron and the children during the Shivas Miami Luim? Who cares? There's only one time the Mishkan was inaugurated. Moshe Rabbeinu did it. It's finished. What are you asking me about it? Ella, you know what the question is? Ketan Malbishan lost it. Lavoy! Bismana Mashiach! Again, we're gonna have to inaugurate the Besam Igdash. So how's Moshe Rabbeinu gonna dress gonna dress the Kehanim? Says the Gemara. Again, what's the question? Lost it lavoy now. Moshe's gonna come and he's gonna get a commandment that Shem's gonna tell him how to do it. So what are you asking? Says the Gemara, Alakitzad Albishan Lemizbar Kroy. You know my question? Alakitzad Albishan Lemizbar Kroy. You know what the question is? How did he dress them? in order to learn out the Pesukim. Says the Gemara, We have a Machlaikis. The children of Rav Chia and Rav Yechna. What's the Machlaikis? First, Meishah Abinu dressed Aaron and then the children. But the other one said that he dressed them at the same time. Let's see. The Gemara is going to d- uh, develop right now and tell me exactly what's going on. The Ksayin has the shirt to Mitznefes and the hat, everyone agrees he first did Aaron and then the children. Why? Because the Bain Bitzava, whether by the commandment in Parshat Tzavah, or Bain Basia, whether the actual happening in Parshat Tzav, Aaron called them. It says Aaron first with regards to rearing the Ksainas and the Mitznefes. Kipligi, what is this Machlaikis, which now is what we're trying to figure out the question of how did Moshe Rabbeinu just Aaron Uvanov, the Avne, the belt? Man, Aaron Vachibanov, he first did Aaron the belt. He 
addressed him, Oisai Pa'avnit. And then the Bosik says, Vader Kazviachir, Oisam Avnit. So what do we see? First singular, first Aaron. Umandamar Aaron Ubana Bivas Achas. He dressed him at the same time. How do we know that? The says in the Torah. Vichagarta Oisam. The Bosik says, You should dress both of them. So that was the question. So the question, all, all the way, 10 lines before. Ketad al Bisham, you know what the question was? How did he dress them? Because we have a Stiram Sukim. One Bosik says singular, one Bosik says plural. One Mandamar says, First it are, and then the children. The other man, the Amr, says, no, we did them all at the same time. Let's just finish up. According to that man, the Amr, what does he do with the fact that the Pasuk says, and then, what does he do with the other Pesukim moving along to Vavam and Aleph? Amr L'cha is an answer. You know what the Pesukim are teaching us? He holds, he dressed them at the same time. So why are there two Pesukim, one Pasuk teaching me? The singular and one in the plural to teach means a different avnate. The avnate of the kain gadol has shatnis wool and linen. The avnate of the kain head you did not. According to the man the that says he dressed aroin and then the children. What does he do with the pasuk that says in the plural? You know what's teaching me? It's the same avnate. He holds through all of shatnis both kain gadol and kain head the belt. You know, we learn now from there. That he first dressed Aaron and then he dressed his children. One second. Is that possible? What does it mean that he dressed them at the same time? You can't dress six people, Aaron and his children at the same time. You know what it's teaching me? It's teaching me the actim. It's teaching me that first he put on Aaron all the clothing and not the Avnit. Then he put on the children their clothing. Then he went back and put on Aaron the Avnit. Then he put the Avnit on the children. So it teaches Bivas Achas me the belt was at one time without any interruption between Aaron and his children. We'll review this last point outside tomorrow. We'll pick up from the two dots tomorrow.